birthday to Craig as well. Yes, I, w- I would like to wish you and Craig a happy my birthday. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, you know, I'm unselfish. Like, uh, I, everyone, everyone on earth needs to have a good Alex's birthday. I agree, actually. Yeah, we all need to take place. We all need to take part in your birthday. You said you were going to a holiday party later. How fitting. Yeah. How fitting. You know How fitting. <laughs> you should do that to celebrate my birthday. There's a 41% success rate for coaches' challenges this year. <laughs> You're like, geez, mom, where are you getting this from? Oh, oh, nobody. It's just a friend. <laughs> oh, no. Boy, that sounds especially like something Alex might bring up. I, who, who's Alex? I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 41% success rate. On coaches for coaches now. challenges speaking of that i mean well you know since the uh since the most of the games i watch are of course celtics games there was a clip of brad stevens on the sideline after he challenged um i'm not sure which game it was but he had a coach's challenge and uh yeah they basically they, they don't have the audio but you can see the words he's mouthing and he goes this is fucking bullshit i'm done with these fucking challenges Damn. Yeah. Fuck. He went home and and washed his own mouth out with soap. <laughs> and then yes, he drank I, a glass I, of milk and uh <laughs> put on his long johns and snuggled into the bed. Straight in bed by by 9:15. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I didn't you do is that a for real number you just got there? Yeah, yeah. So like um 41% of them have been successful. So I would say that that's like worth it, you know? Yeah, because this is the first year of its inception, right? Yes. Okay. Should we bring up this dunk by James Harden? Of course. So, yes. um, so here's here's my I think what is happening with the coaches challenge, like uh, that is the biggest issue. I think it's like number one, like you just said, it's the first year that they've had it, so there's gonna be. Some kinks. bumps in the road, yeah. Some kinks, if you will, to uh, to work out. It's a kinky and, rule. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. There's kinks in it already. Yeah. Um, but that being said, you know, yeah, it's not it's not perfect, and I really think that they just need to uh, expand, like what you can challenge. Because uh, I know they're afraid. They're afraid to do that because when they want, when a challenge occurs, whatever you're challenging or whatever the ruling was, they would like to keep the review um, within the bounds of that. So, like, if it's like we're talking about someone's foot was on a line and it's like out of bounds, and now we watch the replay. And yeah, sure, the the foot was on the line, but then uh, that same player also like committed an offensive foul, like in the in the uh, moment. I see. Yeah. And now the coach is like, "Well, fuck, uh, you know, you, everyone just saw that. You sh- clearly you're gonna make this ruling, but they won't. They're not allowed to go outside of what they're reviewing. That's um, the same exact way the rule works in the NFL. It's it's they go by the call facts. on the field. The call on the field is what they're reviewing. So. Facts. But now, but what that opens up is now the refs can hmm, now the refs can call whatever they want. And well, I guess that's, that's not really I, I, I thought I had a point there, but I was going to say now the refs can kind of call whatever they want. And then it's the review um, is just them reviewing whatever they uh, do, do whatever they I'm, decide. Yeah, whatever they yeah. select. Uh, yeah, cause they could, I mean, I guess the coach also has some say in, in what he's challenging, but like, uh, I see what you're saying based on what the refs decide to review or decide they, to call at first. It, like, yeah. Their call, their like, initial they, call. They can yeah. see, they can see two, like what if the refs see two infractions, but they only call one of them. So, yeah. so like, but they can choose which one they want to call. And yeah, then what that, if, that uh, can get sticky. 
like LeBron travels, but then he just fucking slaps fucking backhands TJ McConnell right in the face. Yes. Like right after he traveled, but they called travel. Now we got, and then, uh, you know, they challenge it Vogel. He's like, I, I, I do not accept this. <laughs> um, challenging him. Uh, challenge is ridiculous. <laughs> this is unlivable. This is unlivable. Unlivable. Um, <laughs> And then they review it and they watch the replay and they're like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. Is it a travel? Is it a non-travel? Meanwhile, like the entire arena is like, damn, did y'all just see yeah. LeBron back in TJ McConnell? Yeah. yeah. They're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. See, yeah. Uh, he took three steps. Uh, <laughs> Which now that we've gotten this far with just how, uh, you and I talking about it, like, shouldn't they also like if you're there looking at the replay, you probably should just for the in the spirit of replay being a thing like you should call the other infraction right like oh look look what we also missed like shouldn't you call that right yeah i feel like they're yeah it would be like common sense and um this is the issue that occurred when james harden's dunk did a little like uh yes loopity floppity loop-de-loop uh (laughs) and just you know appeared to have been a missed dunk um it clearly went in though it just kind of went back it had spin on it and it went back around and it bounced on the rim and like it's like an illusion it looked like it just bounced out but it actually did go through the hoop go down and then it just came back up so yeah Yeah, bro you sound like Kyrie Irving it's all an (laughs) illusion man it's all an illusion you know (laughs) you gotta let the ball be the ball man you know whether it's whether it's a sphere or it's flat you gotta let the ball just be a ball I get most of my research from Instagram, you know, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, they had that replay going and everybody could see like, uh, in the moment. Yeah. You, you couldn't tell that, uh, that he made it. It was too fast. He himself admitted that, uh, he didn't actually know if it went in. He thought he missed it. Uh, right, that's why right. he runs after the ball and, and all that jazz. But once that replay is shown and the whole arena, everyone all can clearly see that the shit went in. They should be able, there should be some sort of like a common sense. Like if it was in the fucking replay, it doesn't matter how we got to this point. No. Now that we're watching it. Yes. uh, Just, it's pretty simple. Like now that we're watching it, just make the right call. Yeah. Regardless of whatever happened before or why we're watching it. Like, uh, just make the right call. And no, we're not going to watch the whole fucking game and change calls after the fact, (laughs) which is why uh, I don't think they should replay the whole. uh, I don't think they should do shit. I don't think they should do shit. And um, it's definitely. But should they they award them two points? That's the thing. I don't I don't even know what they should do because uh, it's the ref's mistake. Because uh, someone brought this up on like Hoops Collective, the Windhorse Pod. Um, how many times have you watched the game and there and all of a sudden the score goes up by like one and they're like, uh, like, um, yeah, you know, Jason Tatum's two is ruled a three actually. Yeah, like, yeah after yeah, the yeah. commercial, and now you're like, oh, okay. They easily <laughs> could have did that. Like they had a long, a long time, a whole twenty point fucking lead swindling away amount yep. of time. Yep. To just do that. And if they would have did that, nobody would have said shit. We wouldn't even be talking about this right now. But here's the interesting well, the interesting thing about that game in particular. Like if the Rockets lose by like 15 or 20, it's it's kind of a it's almost kind of a non non sequitur, but they lost by two. And you figure if that dunk had counted, the game goes to overtime and possibly well, different result right yeah it did go it went to double overtime well, actually. I, should, I should say but it would have just I said triple overtime yeah but yeah. yeah or an or just ended in regulation or that, ended in regulation right exactly two more yeah. points um but yeah and then you know of course uh lining walker uh breakout game 28 points uh possibly mm-hmm. my number one pick in the hair draft if we did the hairstyle <laughs> draft okay um I'm tanking to get his hair. Um, yeah, 28 points breakout game, but like no one gives a shit because of the that drama hair, of the basket, you know, and it doesn't, should they count it? Should they replay the last 740 of the game? No, what should they no. Do and all that. So, but yeah, Lonnie Walker, 
uh, doing his thing. It's nice hair. I mean, it's nice hair. I don't need uh, a second look at that. It's it's good. I mean, I, I come from a point of just, you know, there is no more hair. So any hair is, is awesome. But, uh, you know, True. If, I, uh, if I was in his situation, I, I, I'd take that hair. True. You're like, you're looking at Alex Caruso like, damn, bro. Like, you need yeah, a no. haircut, fam. Yeah, this guy's a, a hippie over here. I don't, I don't need yeah, get a job. <laughs> Alex Caruso, you need to cut that shit. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lonnie Walker has like a uh, like kid and play flat top thing, like yeah, uh, like two point you know, because like, like it it goes up a little bit, but then he's got like some action on some dangling action on top. It's you know? good. It it's like if kid and play like had sex with um that one uh oh the teenage dinosaur the boy dinosaur from oh, the show man, this dinosaurs is all, this is all fucked up man what just what? teenager man you're gonna you're gonna have kid oh okay both, both okay. kid and play are, <laughs> are gonna have their way with the fucking teenage dinosaur from the dinosaur let me, family let me reword that because i don't like how it's coming out now with you repeating it <laughs> but yeah. do you, if you remember, uh, John, the, uh, take a seat. It's a Chris Hansen. <laughs> take a seat. It's dinosaur Chris Hansen. <laughs> hey, watch more beer. more beer and have a seat. No, no, right, <laughs> right here. Just, just right here is good. Uh, I don't know. the The boy teenage dinosaur from the show Dinosaurs had like that floppy thing that went down over his face. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was like yeah. emo a little bit. He yeah. was like, uh, yeah, he had the the floppy hair that came that went high up over his head, it looked like a dinosaur crest, but then it like flopped down over, like it was like a twig of hair, like it was Lonnie Walker's hair. Interesting. Interesting. It's good. It's good. Was it like a, the kind of haircut that like cuts off one eye? You know, was it, it in it his was, face? Yeah, it was like that that early okay. '90s, like early to okay. mid '90s, exactly. like uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas or uh, or a uh, whoa Joey Joey whoa. Joey 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 Lawrence Lawrence yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, somebody <laughs> needs to just uh, have so much confidence in their game that like they just go with that haircut where like it's literally blocking out one of their eyes and they're just like fuck it and uh I thought somebody had that for a while well no no i think you're right i've never se- haven't seen that yet not quite you know like um even uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man fuck why why can't i remember his name right now? um anglerfish guy anglerfish <laughs> guy what the fuck he uh yeah he's got the the light bulb that comes down over his face yeah he's on the about? he's on the Knicks now but he cut his hair uh, he oh, was formerly yeah. magic point. I thought you were guard. talking about it. I thought you were trying to figure out the actual fish in your head, but yeah. Um, oh, but an, yeah, an, the anglerfish. Yeah, yeah, it's an anglerfish. Um, w- wait, who is it? He's on the Knicks. You said. Yeah, he's you. Rem- uh, you remember him from the Magic mainly. Like he was on the Magic for a long time. Alfred oh, Payton. Alfred. Oh yeah, Payton. yeah, yeah. Also good hair. Yeah. See, he approached he approached that, but even he had the sensibility to like uh, like his shit came out like a, a baseball cap bill almost, you know. Okay. Uh, but I want to see someone forego that step and just fucking full on teenager from the dinosaurs, uh, <laughs> like just black out one eye. Now I've got to figure out that fucking dude's name, teenager from dinosaurs. Yeah, I actually forgot all about that character because all I remember is like the baby and like the dad. Yeah, it's uh, th- these are these are deep cuts for sure. And what is it? Uh, the first cut is the deepest. <laughs> Beautiful words. <laughs> Beautiful, is that uh, about somebody committing suicide? I don't know. It could be about a slice of a birthday cake. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> it, could, you know, it could be about a. Slice of the pizza. So, yeah, LeBron, LeBron, straight up, just trap. Like LeBron has traveled before, right? Like it happens. Sometimes it's just an accident. And the one against the Jazz was also an accident. But like, that's just like clear cut. Like you got to call that. Like, there's what three refs on the court at any given time. Am I right? Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't know if it's just in these Heat games I've been watching. But I mean, I've seen it in other games too. The the I feel like the refs are a little bit more intense this season. Like I see them calling; they're like dusting off old shit that I forgot about and calling it. What like, do you mean? Um, I just I just feel like they tightened up a little bit. Like they they're calling way more travels than I than I notice 
uh that i remember yeah i feel like they're calling more travels they're calling carries they're calling uh they're just they're calling a lot of stuff there i've seen a lot of like force out like uh guys pushing dudes out of bounds and like those calls um and they're getting they just feel like they're they're getting a little more serious about some of this shit so i feel like they just chose not to call that you know Really? But like that one, I, if their goal is to get more serious about calls, like that's the dude with, with the, with the ball in his hands. Like he's just, I mean, I know you can get a little lazy because like, you know, the guy bringing the ball up the court, like that mistake that he made that happens like one time out of like a million, you know what I mean? Like that almost never happens. He literally like stopped, held the ball in his hand for like two seconds, like with his hand underneath the ball. So it's carrying or travel, whatever you want to call takes two to three steps and like and then defender of the jazz is like pointing at him like what the hell are you doing like yeah he's outraged it made made me physically mad i'm like come on (laughs) you've got to call that shit that's just that's just gross negligence right there yeah they either saw it and are just like uh it and it's like the epitome of a superstar call you know like the most superstar call of all time where they're just like yeah no i'm not gonna call that because it's LeBron. (laughs) Like or or they just they just missed it like they just missed uh, it and it's like yeah. it was so subtle that uh, and plus you don't expect that you know it's like it's LeBron like he's gonna if he's just chilling he could probably eat a taco and dribble a basketball <laughs> like, so it came out of the blue um, so who knows uh, I want you to have like some like dramatic uh, dramatic sad sounding piano music while. While you listen to me narrate a letter I'm writing to Adam Silver, like in my head, like you hear my voice being, <laughs> you hear, you hear my m- m- Mr. Silver, uh, <laughs> to, who, to whom it may concern. I would like to bring to your attention this travel. Uh, clearly, the man is uh, carrying the ball. Uh, it, it's like it, this is this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. This this will not stand, sir. This will not stand. Therefore, I'm canceling my subscription to League Pass. <laughs> I'm boycotting the NBA in my household. I will never type M- NBA my browser ever again, sir. Ever again. <laughs> uh, just cut that part out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we can't can, uh, rat out the plug, you know. It's true, uh, actually. It's yeah. got to remain secret. Just put a long beep over that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i don't know like that didn't really bother me that much but it's it is fucking frustrating like if that was against the heat i would have been furious I been yeah of course furious. yeah um but that's that's another reason why the if the rockets had protested that basket and tried to like i don't get the league to give them the win or make them replay the last ending of the game or whatever last seven minutes yeah um that's an example of why the nba would not do that um because like if we could just go back and be like look clearly he traveled and change that to to a turnover or whatever like uh or if we change harden's basket to a made basket um now the other team could be like well uh Westbrook clearly traveled like if you look here at a minute like 457 left in the Uh-oh. fourth quarter and yeah. then it, where is where does it end where does yeah. it end <laughs> where does it end yeah where does it end that's that's a good I, I see your point like it's just you know because then everybody was the, the legal just their league office will get flooded with protests and shit like yeah. that so even though I hate that argument, that's like the shittiest explanation for why someone feels this uh, type of way. Just like, well, if you let them do this, <laughs> where does it end? Where where does it end? Be marrying animals. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, what What the fuck are you talking about? That is exactly where I thought you would go with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. once they start marrying each other, then they'll start marrying animals. And then- Yeah. Or, so, yeah, I hate that argument. But but here I am, like, where does it end? If <laughs> if, uh, if Harden's basket counts, then it's like, yeah, you can go and look at all kinds of missed calls because mm-hmm. there's, there's always going to be missed calls. Um, and this this is a rare situation where, even though I feel like uh, baseball is going away from this, I feel like baseball has has always had this element of like, uh, you just got to accept this shit. 
You just got to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened here, it fucking happens. Okay? Like, human yeah. decisions included. But um, but they're they, but they have the replay now too, so it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Over time, they're moving, you know. But they're all like, you know, uh, like apprehensive about moving toward like further than that direction. You know? Yeah, baseball's full of like purists. Like their fans are uh, there's a lot of purists in there, and they're like, I don't want anything changed from the way it was yeah. played in the 1800s. Like, well, okay, like you want nothing changed? Like, you know, you, you gotta. These guys are like, uh, you know for all the change you don't want, these guys are going to pop steroids whenever they fucking feel like it. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, I feel like a little bit of that spirit is what is necessary to move past this ridiculous thing with his, with that shit, with that dunk. Um, but going forward though, like, yeah, like we said, they should, there, if it's something you see in the replay, common sense, like you should be able to make that call. Yep. But as far as that specific game, uh we should it's just like you know what happened that day it fucking happened like uh that's part of the game all of those things are part of the game maybe mike d'antoni should have taken it to the point of getting a technical you know that he was so mad about it yeah no who knows but all kinds of little butterfly effect bullshit could have went down but it's Uh, embarrassing right for the refs i think it's embarrassing for the refs, and uh but you know in in a way the rockets are kind of winning on this shit because they should um, be yeah because nobody is that is talking about how they fucking embarrassingly lost it's true uh, yeah if this little basket fiasco didn't happen then the real story would be like wow y'all that was embarrassing (laughs) yeah the the spurs made an awesome comeback and so yeah no I, i i hear you Yeah, yeah, he just got his contract uh, fully guaranteed. Um, I think he's been playing good. They've been doing some, uh, they've been using him slightly different than he has before. Like, uh, he's been the role guy and pick and rolls and shit, which, like, uh, I don't really think he did a whole, whole lot before. Um, And he's actually shooting well, like, with his uh, spot up shots, like catch and shoot type shit, which they absolutely, they need that shit. Um. Yeah, I. I, I mean, I that's like it. that's the role we all thought he would have. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm. I mean, I'm happy for him because he really wanted to get back in. But um, at the same time, I I kind of didn't like for a while how he was so. I, I'm gonna be sort of a, a wet blanket here, but I didn't like for a while how everybody was just or how he was always. You know, like I, I'm not gonna be coming off the bench and I'm I'm not gonna be playing defense and all this stuff. And it's just like, well. Yeah well then that's why these teams don't want you like that's if you're gonna like come right out and say that shit like nobody's gonna want you on the team so it's true this is definitely not gonna help his i ain't coming off the bench mentality yeah this is not helping at all it's not but you know uh like nobody wanted him because possibly because of that i think because of that reminds me so much of iverson uh his former teammate but um uh but here he is because a team needed him, you know, like yes. uh, they're in a situation where he's not going to come off the bench. So, and they're cool with it and he, it's actually effective. And uh, so he kind of, to to earn that, he had to wait. He had to pay that price and wait like all this time until that situation, sh- you know, came to fruition. I uh, I was a little surprised that it was Portland that took him of all of all teams. Um, I'm sure Houston was giving him. Well, actually, Houston did look at him for a little while. I, I don't know what I was thinking there, but yeah. Um, I just I, I was a little surprised Portland. I, I guess they were. I, I guess they felt like they they to me overperformed last season. Um, and this season have just been sort of at least off to a slow start. But they're only ninth in the West now. But I think when they got him, they were a little further down. Oh yeah, um, yeah. They're on a little, a nice little run here since they got Yeah. So I guess, I mean, I guess it's worth it. I mean, if they're just, you know, they extended his contract for the rest of the season and, you know, see what, see what he can do for them. And he's only, how old is Carmelo Anthony? Is he 34? uh... 
six foot eight, two thirty-eight. He's thirty-five. Thirty-five, yeah. So I mean, he's still a serviceable player. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's that's another thing. I I just like him. Like I've always liked him. Uh I've I've never had him on like my favorite team or anything, so I don't know what it's like to that what that experience is like. Yeah. But but I like him and I feel like part of what's happened with him is that the game has changed a little bit and fans, keep up. Yeah. fans also think differently, but I feel like he's uh reminiscent of a nineties type superstar. When uh I I, th- I don't know, he just his refusal to be anything other than that's just the main scorer, you know, like uh, he has, yeah, a, yeah, he believes in his shit and he does not accept any other possibility. Um, that I like that about him. I'd uh, go a little bit further and even say he's, he's sort of like the, he's got that Kobe sort of thing going on where he's like, I am the best player on the team. Y'all kind of have to accept it give me the damn ball type of a thing. I'm going to take shots and some of them won't go in. And it seems kind of unfair that I didn't pass to you, but Oh, well, I'm the best player on the team. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's, I think he has a little bit of Kobe in him in that way. Essentially fuck out of here. I got it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, so here he is, uh, on the season, uh, field goal percent, 45, three point percent, 38. That's like, I mean, good. That's like somebody who never left. You know what I yeah. mean? Free yeah. throws, 86. Uh, points per game, almost 17. Rebounds, almost six. So, well, that's that's just him being six foot eight and getting a few to come yeah. off the whatever. He's always, been, uh, he's always been a good rebounder, I feel. Like, uh, yeah. I, I think when you would only see it in flashes when he would actually put, he would be like, all right, tonight I'm rebound. I'm getting some fucking rebounds. Like, uh, he'll get he'll get rebounds just being out there. But I think his rebounding skill, things like that you overlook in, in your prime. But now that he is where he is now, that's added value to like what he brings to the table. Uh, Cause he's not, you know, he's not mellow of the past. Yeah. He's not. I mean, I mean, I don't think, I don't think Portland was expecting him to be like a slashing guy anymore or like a, you know, a, a big wing, like he used to be with Denver. Um, but um, I mean, he does, he's doing what every other player does when they get to that age. They be, they're good. He's good at shooting. He's a great three point shooter. And um, yeah, he's, he just does what he can to get open, grab a few rebounds, just be serviceable. Yeah. And honestly, if you can play, you're a, a, a lock for Hall of Famer. And here's the kicker is most important part. Uh-huh. You have a catchphrase. You should be on a team because that's selling. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I want to hear. I want to be there to watch him get a rebound and just scream like, fuck out of here. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I think people forget. I think people forget like uh, how good he was when when he was younger and for how long. Like uh, when you look at all his like totals and shit, you're like, oh, shit, this guy's clear like a legend. Um, Because yeah. of. Is he hall? Is he Hall of Fame bound? He yeah. has to be, right? Yeah, I, th- I think okay. he is. I think he is. Uh, he's like a Karl Malone type guy, except Karl uh, Malone has some intimidating numbers. But yeah, yeah, I'm saying he. Yeah, it's true. He's not. He's not uh, all the way there. But he doesn't have a ring, and he's a Hall of Famer. You know. Okay. But the major difference is there. Yeah, Carmelo's better, but also Carmelo had John Stockton. I don't think Melo really ever had a player as good as John Stockton, like on this team. Ooh, I mean John Stockton. I mean that's a that's a tough combination there because you're John talking Stockton, about yeah most amount of assists and steals all time, yeah, like any sad, any man. other player. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. I mean, but do you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. So Carmelo, you're saying has has as many points as he does because he had John Stockton there. No, I wasn't awesome. even taking it that far, but I like oh. that too. I, we can, oh, that's okay. like, uh, okay. that's like, I just barely pierced the skin and you just like shoved it in. There. I, I fucked the hell out of the skin. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Carmelo Anthony, like he, he never had like the perfect sidekick and that's why he didn't, yeah. he, he didn't well, box him a little better. Yeah. Uh, he essentially, okay. he never had, really really good teams like some of these other guys that he's compared sure. to. Sure. Yeah. 
Denver had a hard time putting a team around him. They they he, they went to the, I mean they had some good playoff runs there that were fun, but um yeah, I know you're right for sure. And it's not like when he is on a team like if you put him on a team that was filled with superstars that he would disappear because you have like the Olympics to look to where he's one of the best Olympic if not the best like Olympic basketball player stats wise and shit that we've ever had. Yeah, you you always mention that. I I never uh, I I never I mean, you obviously know a little more about the Olympic stuff than I do. Um, I, I tend to like, I, I liked it when I was younger, but um, you, you kept up with it. Um, but he has the the best, he has the best um, uh, team USA stats of any player all time. Yeah, he, I think he has like a solid argument to be, to be the, the best NBA basketball Olympian. I mean, not NBA, but USA. Um, hmm. he, and he's got three gold medals and stuff. Uh, the him doing that though on on those teams with all those other amazing players uh at the very least proves to me that if he had a better team when he was in his prime yep he would have been able to do it that's a good point yeah he he needed somebody yeah yeah and you're right he better talent around and that's that's yeah. fair yeah he won the the chip in college as a freshman like he did yes with his little brace you want to hear? I'm going to give you an interesting comparison here of two, of two different players. Okay, two different players we're evaluating here. I'm just going to say player one and player two, and then I'll tell you afterwards, um, you know who they are. So, player one and player two are both in their fourth year in the league, uh, both age 23. Player one shoots 38% from the field. Player two shoots 35% from the field. Player one is averaging 19.9 points per game. Player two, uh, 16 and a half. Uh, let me see. I had one more stat here. Um, let me see. Player one. I have one more stat. I'm sorry. It's coming. <laughs> um, yeah, these guys, um, yeah, they're both in year four. Well, okay, one of them is currently in year four. The other one has already been through year four. But anyways. But they're both um, 23, which well, off top, I know at least that nobody likes them because blink 182 taught me that <laughs> uh, so i at least Anyways, can assume that player player one is a 49 percent uh, field goal percentage player two i believe is a little lower at 45 it was okay so player one has three better three better you know chosen stats there that i picked um well, I didn't pick them. This thing that I found picked them. But anyways, player one has better stats in all those categories um, in their fourth <laughs> year. In their fourth year at age twenty-three. Um, do you want to guess? Do you want to guess? Uh, okay, I'll say this: player two is Kawhi Leonard. Okay. So, so, so in his fourth year in the league, when he was twenty-three years old, those were his numbers: forty-eight percent from the field. Um, you know, all those numbers I gave you—they're all worse than player one. Do you want to guess who player one is, or do you want any clues? Uh, what is what is player one stats? Uh, thirty eight percent from the field, or thirty eight percent from three points. Excuse me, um, nineteen point nine points per game, um, and I think it was forty nine percent from the field overall. Those are the only those are the, those are the only three stats I'm using here, by the way. Are, and weird, these yeah. players we're talking about their age twenty three. Yes. So, so, so so that doesn't necessarily mean it's right now. uh, No, no, no. The player one is right now. That's that's, he is in his fourth year and he's age 23. So that, that might give you a little clue as to who it is. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. 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 uh, I'm fucking detective (laughs) over here. I know it's a little convoluted game. I know it's kind of weird, but oh yeah, I'm, I'm fucking being spirited away and washed away. (laughs) But, 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 but player two has worse stats. A player two is Kawhi Leonard. And he has worse stats in his when in his fourth year in the league when he was 23 than this player who is in their fourth year right now has. Okay. So this player is having a better fourth year right now than Kawhi Leonard had uh, when he was in his fourth year, I think five years ago. Interesting. A fourth year player. Yeah. Oh, hell. It's it's tough, right? Like you're you're like you're you're going like through like the draft of four years ago, and you know there's a lot of players in there. It's not. Uh... Oh wait, but he's averaging 19 points a game. Yes. 
Um, so it can't be like Siakam. Uh, he's this man. He's averaging a lot of fucking points, and I don't even know what you. Siakam. Siakam's a great guess, but uh, that, that yeah, is but that's correct. not my guess. Yeah, it can't. Oh, okay, be that's fair. Okay. Uh, I'm just narrowing down. I'm I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, can't be him. Uh, hell. That's a, that's okay. A tough uh, one. The uh, part about that is just uh, I don't know. I don't remember in their year four. You know? Okay. Well, uh, I'll narrow it down further, and, and this will this will get you to the answer quicker. So he's on my favorite team. I mean, okay, yeah. That I kind of was already leaning towards that. Okay. Um, is it? Give me a. What does it rhyme with? <laughs> it, 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 give me it a rhyme, fake rhyme. It rhymes with Phelan Crown. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I think I know. I think I have. Do <laughs> you think you got it off of that clue? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn! I can't believe Jalen Brown is in his fourth year already. That's that that got me a little bit too, actually. But um, yeah, um, but yeah, averaging okay. more points per game, better uh, field goal percentage, better three point percentage than Kawhi Leonard did when he was in his fourth year. I will say that's almost. It's like I wouldn't want to do that comparison because Kawhi I wouldn't either. Was yeah. wacky and uh, he he had an unusual trajectory. Like he got really good all of a sudden, really fast after like yes. just working at it. And yes. he got, well, he steadily got good each year, but you know, at one point it was like a oh, holy fuck, you know, he became what he is. Yes, and those hands are gigantic, and that it, that helps out his game a lot. But um, it is but that's sort still of good for for JB. It is sort of interesting. I, I, at first, I was very like I saw this um, that critique. It was on Twitter somewhere. Somebody made a little video of it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty. It, it was very curious. And then I was like, uh, okay. I, I was like, are, are we for real doing this? Are really comparing, comparing Jalen Brown to uh, Kawhi Leonard? And then I like thought about it further. And I was like, well, wait a minute. People are all hating on Jalen Brown for the contract he just got, um, the contract extension he just got. And it's like, well, look at his numbers. He's putting up these numbers. And his defense has improved immensely. Um, and if you watch some of his college highlights, his, his game looks way different from the way he played in college. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, this guy's had a pretty much upward trajectory and he gets a lot of hate, I think mostly from Philly fans and Lakers fans who, who, when they were, when Boston was talking about getting, uh, uh, um, AD and yeah. there were names being talked about being traded and people were like Jalen Brown and they're like, why would you want Jalen Brown when you can have Brandon Ingram? People were like, well, what are you kidding me? Do you think Jalen Brown's better than Brandon Ingram? And it's like, well, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it's like um, and then he got this huge contract extension and, and people were just like, what? They're paying Jalen Brown that much. He's just a he's just a role player. But um, I don't know when I see now my I mean, I'm I'm all for paying players as much money you know, as is humanly possible. So but um, there are times when some players, you know, like, why would it, why would you pay this guy that much? But I'm starting to be more on board with this contract that he got. As a matter of fact, it took me a little while. Yeah. I like Jalen Brown a lot. I think people are only talking shit because he signed a huge deal. I I personally think he's got the potential to grow into that deal as far as like, I think by the end of it, people will be like, oh, this is actually a steal. Solid. Yeah, yeah it's actually solid. Um, I've, I also, though, I think that Brandon Ingram is better than him, but I'm not Oof. even going to get into that. I'm not Oof. even going to get into that. <laughs> but um, so I wouldn't go that far. But yeah, um, he's just getting hated on because of the because of the contract. But I think if he didn't play on the same team as Jason Tatum, people would be able to see more of like what he can do. Um, but it's good for him that that he it's not good for his like uh, recognition, probably, but it's good for his basketball IQ and shit to like still be playing uh, with if he can play with Jason Tatum, you know, and do what he's doing now, yeah, and continue to improve, then uh, that's just that's great. That's another it shows versatility and shit. I mean, he did just put up thirty one against the mighty Miami Heat the other it's night. True. So it's true. top scorer. Yeah, he put up. Uh, yeah, put up thirty one against the top five team in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, okay, uh, okay, yeah, top five. All right, that's fine. <laughs> uh, gonna slip that one in there. Yeah, I, I heard it. No, that that wasn't. Uh, well, you know, they're third best in the East, just under, you know, the Celtics. But that's you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I love this, by the way. I think in our whole, in the time that you and I have known each other, have have we have the both teams been this close to like skill level at the same time? I don't think so. Yeah, I was, I don't think I was so. thinking that while I was watching the game. Like, yeah, uh, it should be a real solid season for Heat Celtics battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next game in Miami or wherever it is. Yeah, anywhere. Shit, it, Belize. True. Yeah, <laughs> but I hope they play in Belize. <laughs> <laughs> That was Carmelo before uh, before the Blazers got him. <laughs> Truth. Or that was the Blazers. They were like, Melo. Melo. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't, looking for? you can't dad joke your way through this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Melodrama no more. Melodrama. That's good, too. Are you looking for more right now? I mean, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you nah. search. Okay, <laughs> we've talked way too much about Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> oh, got him! Damn, take that, uh, Mister Millionaire with the uh, natural talent. Yeah, where's the burn gel for that burn? <laughs> Somebody called a burn unit. <laughs> <laughs> Top three regular season. Player efficiency rating performances of all time are this season's Luca Harden and Giannis. Yeah, I want to. I want to skip over that. Skip I want to skip over that, over that for okay. now, and maybe we'll get to that. But yes, that is true. Uh, okay. If you if you're talking just per uh, for the regular season, like average per for the regular season, jeez, um, That's crazy. Yeah, numbers one through three are currently right now. If you know. If they continue it this way all season, that's interesting. Um, it's like Giannis, Luca, and Harden. Um, Damn, but uh, that's surprising. For, well, okay, we, we can skip over it, but yeah, go, go, that's cool. well, we yeah. might as well now. Well, now, okay. I'm all in, now I'm all in. Okay, too. okay, yeah. Well, okay, so that's awesome for two reasons. One, what are the odds that it happens to be the current season we're in? Right. I mean, I guess players do get better over time, but um, yeah. They're all three great players. The second most surprising fact is that it, Luca in season two is has one of the top three regular season PER performances of all time. Just yeah. to start this season, age twenty, age twenty, yeah, yeah, um, it's it's insane. Um, I think though, uh, this was true for, uh all three of them whenever i said that like a couple days ago or some shit oh so um, it's changed obviously it's changed because harden uh dropped down uh slightly well he actually dropped down pretty far down to uh 11 but at the time oh. there was a uh, there was a moment but um keep in mind here when we're talking uh rank 11 all the way up to luca who is rank two, mm-hmm. we're talking about less than one of a difference. Uh, it's about a point six difference in PER. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Those, right? I gotcha, yeah. Um, but anyways, at the if there was a brief moment there where Giannis is number one, uh, 33.94 PER. Uh, we talk a lot about PER on this show too. I realize we do. We do. I um, mean, it's important. Um, it's a cool stat. It's cool. Um, 
It's super cool. Like you just cool. know him back in the day, bro. He's cool. It's cool, man. He's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool stat. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh luke is at number two though at 31.88 in the grand scheme of things of the entire like top fucking 40 uh there's a similar difference between number two and number 40 as there is between number two and number one who is Giannis. wow okay that's really interesting okay yeah um and another interesting thing is the the guy who's right there fucking with them that they so unusually and unexpectedly kind of pushed aside is Will Chamberlain. Uh, oh, got, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's number three and four. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so eight. it's uh, okay. <laughs> so it's one of those stats that like he owned it back in the day because he was so tall. Like, like the NBA never had a player as tall as, uh, as Will Chamberlain. So he dominated every statistical category. Like if he were in today's oh, yeah. league, he, he would not be as good as he was, but yeah, but that's, I mean, it, it's I still, know, man. I can't, I don't know he was crazy. I don't even want to get into that. Cause that's I don't like know a, that. I know that that's a whole, that's, that's a whole other can of worms, but uh, we are splitting hairs here because number we five, are. number five is Michael Jordan and his PR see his best PR season is 87, 88. And uh, it was 31.71 hmm. uh, where Will Chamberlain at number four, is 31.74 okay yeah so you're talking like you know a, yeah like a teeny a, a, weeny hundreds difference. of a point yeah teeny weeny as it were teeny um, weeny. <laughs> and let me hear that stat again that you said um so the difference between luca and Giannis is the same amount as the difference between uh, like okay luca uh, and, the, and the the 40th best player is that yeah, correct? Well, I was estimating, but it's oh, like okay. I'll just I'll just break it down. Um, fortieth uh-huh. is two thousand seven, two thousand eight. LeBron, it's okay. twenty nine point one four. Okay, that's number forty all time. Number two is Luca at thirty one point eight eight. So that's about like a two point difference, you know. Estimating, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Uh, a little a little over a two point difference so now let's look at number two and number one Giannis uh Giannis right now is at 33.94 it's ridiculous Luca right now is at 31.88 uh that's about a two point difference a little over it's pretty similar yeah yeah um so historically speaking it's pretty wild what Giannis is doing he's he's all in his own little thing um but you know the fact that Michael Jordan's best PER season of all time is 87 88 tells me and also LeBron James best PER season is 08 09 mm-hmm. that tells me that uh you're not nece- you don't necessarily need to be doing this Oh, okay. To be uh, winning, to be to be a championship, uh, yeah, to get a championship. That that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't uh, want to, yeah. Only I mean, do shit through that. But it's still an important number. Like the names you see at the top are always like the biggest names, right? Like if your per is awesome, you are a good player. There's not like any weird outliers in there where they're like, "Who's this player?" You know what I mean? I never heard of him before. Um, it's true. It's, it's a solid. It's a solid. Uh, statistical category to judge players by it's true talent wise like individual oh i guess right. not yeah just they're they're but not ability. but not to judge championship ability by exactly you just, as you just pointed out yeah okay. yeah does it does it win does it make you win yeah i don't think it's like a money ball stat or anything it's crazy that so so if if so, so i'm gonna put it this way that Giannis and luca are the top two um right now and Giannis is doing it with this like crazy, like he's how tall is Giannis? Like six eleven, I think. Um, six eleven can play kind of like a swing man, can play kind of like a guard. Um, he has this like crazy long wingspan, and Luca is just this like kind of average NBA player build. You know what I mean? He's not like crazy muscular. He doesn't have crazy long reach. He just has like he's just straight skills. Yeah, he, he's, he's talented. Just, He's talented. He's smart. Yeah, he's he's yeah. His uh, he doesn't even look that quick when he plays. I mean, he he gets 
takes people off the dribble, but he's just, it's nothing super flashy that I'm seeing from him. He just does. Yeah. Little, just does what it takes to get the ball in the basket. This is a, this is going to be somewhat of a hot take for Celtics world, but like, um, (laughs) yeah. Um, his dribbling, his handle, like when he hits a step back and uh, when he's like really dribbling, um, it kind of has a Paul Pierce vibe to me Ooh. for for the same reasons that you were just saying, you know, like Paul Pierce was never the fastest or like uh, Most muscular. Really any anything physically. Um, but he he had his like herky jerky, just uh, he'll he'll shake the shit out of you just being clever. It's true. Uh, yeah. But here's here, that's to me is uh, a pretty easy little comparison. But like the difference, though, is uh, I think that Luca's better. Like, yeah, uh, that's yeah, where the I, hot no, take comes no, in. No, I'm I don't. It's not. Uh, I mean, it, it's sort of a hot take because he's only been in the league two years. But yeah. From what I'm seeing, from what the numbers he's putting up, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like, yeah, at his age, yeah. There's a guy at at uh, at, at work who's always kind of like uh, we have a, a Trey Young versus Luka Doncic uh, argument. Um, I am on Team Doncic, and he's on oh, Team Trey Young. He's, uh, but he's not. Lose. What you think he's gonna lose? Well, I'm saying uh, he's on the sinking ship, but like, uh, don't. But he'll have fun though because Trey Young's fucking awesome. But Trey Young is awesome, but I think if I had to pick one, I'm taking Luka Doncic. Yeah, this man already is, he seems legendary, and he's like 20. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, his numbers are crazy. I mean, he's, I mean, and he's doing this on a team, like, he's doing this with Kristaps Porzingis uh, next to him, you know? Like, I mean, he wasn't there last year, obviously, but... He's doing this now with Kristaps Porzingis, you know, the you know a unicorn basically right next to him. Yeah, like, and, I, I, like that guy should be putting up Luca's numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's uh, Porzingis isn't really having a, a good season. He's no, it's he's pretty bad. rusty as fuck. He's yeah. gonna it's gonna take a while for him to like be how he was before. As he's well having as, like he's like last season's Gordon Hayward kind of a thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. he uh, he also at the same time, even if he was. 100 percent like peak performance he still has to get used to what it's like to play with like uh european lebron essentially <laughs> right yeah <laughs> he's he's yeah i i like that uh whoa i like that i like european lebron that's kind of hey, yeah <laughs> whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> coming with the hot takes on your own birthday whoa, whoa, whoa. i i just unwrapped a gift from you that was kind of crazy Damn. yo so the nba ratings are down and people are like freaking out about it i'm not freaking out about it well yeah i mean that's a little bit of an exaggeration but i guess yeah. the media and possibly the nba might be concerned um but okay, there's like the natural progression of like less people having cable and stuff like that. Um, but That's I good point. Everybody's talking about everybody's talking about it like in the media, and it's kind of a soft ass story. Um, but my little nitpick is that in all the shit I've heard of people talking about this, I don't think I've heard anybody mention that we are currently in the longest trade gap since 1968 there uh, there hasn't been a trade it's been so long since a trade was made that uh there hasn't been that length of time without a trade since the 1968 NBA season Really? Really? Facts. Oh, okay. Hit me with the uh, <laughs> facts. <laughs> hit me with the uh, hit me with the numbers. Then. Okay. So, okay. So, when was the last time a trade was made? I don't know. It was like June. Oh, come or some on. Shit. It was. Like, I don't have all Christ for you. But um, <laughs> no. But uh, the only time there's been longer has been the two seasons where there was the lockout, because obviously ain't shit happening when. Oh, I, I thought you. I thought you said 1968. Yeah, but, uh, outside of those lockout oh, okay. seasons, like we're outside. not even counting those. 
Because oh, okay. ain't shit gotcha. happening yeah. when ain't shit happening. That's fair. But, so, uh, okay. So, really? Okay. Longest really? amount of time since a trade has happened. Yeah. And now hear me out here. Okay. Uh, I feel like the NBA has done a great job through the years of becoming like a year-round subject of discussion that you can talk sure. about, right? Like, people yeah. don't even be watching the games. And they'll be like, hey, did you hear LeBron went to L.A.? Like, wow. That's uh, true. Like, yeah, good win shit or whatever. Like, everyone's <laughs> got their take because there's something that happened. There's something that happened to talk about. Like, all the time. The, the season's not even happening and, and crazy shit's going down. Mm, we're we're watching people's Twitter accounts. We're trying to gauge the meaning uh, and... Uh, like relevance of emojis and shit mm -hmm. um that's all trades and free agency and shit it is yeah free agency has been has become nuts and i i kind of love it so so that's that's risen in priority as far as what you look to the nba for there's people who don't really watch basketball like that and they don't give a shit that Giannis is PR is like out of this world or they're, they're not even really going to watch Luca uh, average a triple double in November and they'll just look at the highlights and shit. Um, but do you think that this, uh, well, are you, was your point that you're attributing the downed ratings to the fact there had, that there's been a, a drought in trades? Yes. I'm uh, I oh. don't think there's anything. Uh, I think it's a part of it. Like, I feel like you can't talk about that without acknowledging also that you can't talk so you, about the ratings being down without also acknowledging that there hasn't been everything's been really chill. There hasn't been any transactions really or trades. Um, you think you, you think people pay more attention to the NBA when there's trades going on uh, more frequently? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and huh. just player, not necessarily trades, but player movement. But everybody moved mm. so much like it, it got to a point. It's almost like a bubble. Like if uh, people's attention span was a was a bubble and like uh, it was being filled with like player movement ever since like LeBron decision time. Like mm -hmm. all of a sudden now it's like, fuck, there's people who just root for players because they're on different teams yeah. like all the time. Yeah, it's um, true. And then it, it's, it's blowing up, it's blowing up, it's blowing up. And then uh, the, leading up to like this summer where there was like, fuck, like the Warriors go down, all yeah. kinds of wacky shits going on. And um, that like popped the bubble because now everybody's like kind of chilling. Everybody's like, eh, I like it here. So, <laughs> so nothing's really happening because everyone got to their spots. And uh I think that makes people less interested because there's no drama or anything. And people are like, oh, fuck, we actually got to watch basketball. Like, ah. Uh, uh, oh, huh. Okay. I, I consider that more of a hot take, uh, to be honest. I think there's, you could attribute down ratings to a number of things. Matter of fact, when you said, when you talk about how less and less people have cable, I think that is a huge factor. Um, it's the over, that's the largest one for sure. It's got to be. But that is, I, but when you, throw something out like that saying it's the longest drought since there's been a trade it starts to make you wonder what else is going on like why are why are people just not trading anymore yeah. have they have they caught on to the i don't know they just they're just not worried about trades like is it well, just i think it's just the like like i was saying just how much movement occurred this past summer yes and, and people are actually pretty happy where they ended up and then also uh, teams are embracing the G League more and more. So rather than like mm -hmm. make some crazy trade that you're rolling the dice on, fucking call up Duncan Robinson or, or whoever <laughs> you know, to, to go out there. And you never know. You might find someone like Duncan Robinson. It's uh, true. It's true. Yeah, no, that's so, a good point. Yeah. But, you know, just if if. um. Hmm. If Carl Anthony Towns right now went on Twitter and was like, I want to go to the Miami Heat mm. and in a, in a hypothetical world and then like ends up being traded midseason to the Heat. Wouldn't that put more of an incentive to watch the fucking first Heat game that has Carl Anthony sure. Towns? Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody's going to want to see that, you know, just because it's interesting. And we haven't had a moment like that outside of like maybe opening all the opening games of this season 
but now it's like all right oh okay westbrook and harden on the same team oh interesting like uh you know but i will say uh, i I will I will say that teams will become more and more reticent to trade players because of this whole thing where players can now dictate what team they really want to be on. So if you make a trade and the players that come to your team really didn't want to be there, they were happy where they were, or they'd rather just be somewhere else. They can just, like you said, they could just get on Twitter and say, I want to go here. I don't want to be in this place anymore. I'm going to bad. I want to be here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> so um yeah, so maybe teams are like, well wh- what's the point in trading if the guy is just going to demand to get up to leave the team anyways and he can do it, you know what I mean? And and you have to sort of give in because you're not going to have a guy on your team that doesn't want to be there. Huh. Make it's sure think. May, that, yeah, that's true. That could also be uh, making make them a little think. gun shy. Yeah, cuz why why make a trade? I mean, it has to be I mean, you almost have to consult both teams have to consult the opposing player and say, yeah, is this true. a team you're cool with being traded to? Which yeah, is yeah. kind of nuts the amount of power that these guys have now. Yeah, if I wanna if I want Chris Paul and if I'm like the Kings and I'm like, mm. you know what? I'm the Kings. I'm fucking fucking wild. <laughs> I'm gonna I want Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I, I call like Sam Presti or whatever, and, and I'm like, yo. What's up, on Chris Paul? And he's like, "Hey, baby, you can have Chris Paul all day, anytime you want. Give me Chris Paul right uh, now. I will take these impressions all day. <laughs> I'll be like, word, cool. Word. Yeah. I bet. And then hang up because now I got to actually call Chris Paul and be like, what's up, family? Uh, I would like to welcome you to the King's organization. He'd be like, and then what if he's like, hold on, what? Yeah. Like, no, nah, <laughs> fuck, oh, I'm not, you know, then. Yeah you're not going to do that. So uh, yeah, the players definitely have more power and that also makes trades more interesting. It's uh, so a little, you got to get into the politics and society of the players amongst themselves just to, to start moving them. The, the big guys, at least players are starting to treat um, who they play for. Like the way normal people treat a job. They're like, I don't want to be at this place anymore. I'll go find another place to work. You know what I mean? And yeah, uh, yeah they're so. I mean, it is where you, I mean, your career is so short. I mean, your career is a little bit longer in the NBA than it is in other sports. But um, I mean, you basically, if, if you're good, you know, if you're like Vince Carter, you know, you can stay playing until you're in your, in your forties and you're likable and all that stuff. Um, you can say, stay playing and link to your forties. But if not, you're just an average dude who never knows when you're going to get sent down to the G league and may never get be, uh, play ever again. Yeah, busting uh, Achilles know. or whatever it should yeah, get. Their future Slip is on a so- banana peel at Kroger. <laughs> ah, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kroger is a dangerous place. I mean, they're <laughs> well known for having uh, spills in their produce department. That <laughs> they're not sending their best, let me tell you. Don't tell. <laughs> they're not sending their best. They're sending... <laughs> don't... You know what? I was about to... Quote, uh, quote the president there. It was not going to be good. These bananas are yeah. out of control. These bananas They're are rapists. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh, God damn. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Well, um, that's interesting. I, I never, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know where you're finding these like crazy facts. This whole like uh, that uh, if you're going to like nbacrazyfacts.com. Nah, I just be listening to shit and reading shit. And then like, I'll try to remember, like I'll try to remember ones that pop out to me. That uh, thing about the trades. That's, that's, uh, that's interesting. And now it's making me wonder why that is the way it is. It's true. I, that's something that's getting slept on that I think uh, should be talked about. All right, though, that being said, um, another thing, you know, there's other things that come into play here. and. On December 15th, I believe, uh, more than 120 players b- become trade eligible. When, sorry? December 15th. Oh, so in like nine days. Because, uh, you, yeah, exactly, nine days. Because when you are traded, uh, you cannot, uh, or no, no, not when you're traded. Uh, when you're signed in free agency, you can't be traded for, I think it's like 90 days. Is there, I don't know how many days mm. 
an amount of days that leads up to nine days from today. You have to spend a, you have to, <laughs> you, have to, you have to spend a minimum amount of time with the team that you uh, signed with before you they can actually trade you. Is what you're saying, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All those players become trade eligible uh, on December fifteenth. Well, now there's like a well, shit. Well, now I feel like you and I are the only ones who are like looking at this like as a countdown. Like I, I kind of want to see if anybody does any trades because now it's like that'll break the drought. Yeah, people people are out there watching. Like the nerds, the nerds are watching. <laughs> um, the nerds are always watching. Yeah, regular folks are uh, you know these folks. They are uh, <laughs> they're probably just chilling and not paying attention to this. But yeah, um, a bunch of players become trade eligible pretty soon and that's going to open things up i need to keep track of these like little mini impressions that you keep throwing in here was that obama that you just did when you Damn. said folks okay Fuck that was yeah, obama dude. right okay that yeah. was awesome i, folks, I feel good folks, that i pulled that one off we're not paying attention to the to the long drought between trades in the nba <laughs> <laughs> that's good good so godspeed godspeed uh, thank you sir parties enjoy your enjoy your birthday it's true this is uh the day of my birth Uh, are you years ago are you celebrating am i celebrating why would i ask that are you celebrating (laughs) it's just a casual question (laughs) fucking john over here just a simple question. <laughs> hey, pasta la vista. <laughs> hey, pasta la pasta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, the best. I do too. I want to be still alive sometimes. Oh man, I don't even want. I'm just. He's always gonna be alive. Yeah, he's a. <laughs> He's evergreen. That's 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 true. Yeah, he's like Paul Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bunyan. That's that's a new one. But I'll let you. Rock. I'll, let, Bill. I'll or, let you. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> they say they say he couldn't read one lick of one lick of the book. <laughs> <laughs> they say he finished the water aisle twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you are trampling his grave. He's alive. I'm guessing he's alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Jonathan, my colleague, my friend. Alexis. I, uh, I, uh, mi amigo, mi, mi compadre. So I says to the guy, I says, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always good. Yeah. I'll catch you later. All right, bro. Peace. Peace.